once again, it's from the mind of Bo, and you already know. Anyway, I'm not hitting y'all with the vocal skills. Y'all ain't ready for that. People, what up? What is good in this crazy motherfucking world we in? Um, what's up? What, I mean, what's going on, people? Like, is the world still going to hell? I feel like the world going to hell. Like, it, I mean, it's, I think everybody's still kind of numb to the to fact of what's going on now. We kind of don't even look at it the same way because it's just been like this for a minute. But the world's like it's going to hell in a handbasket. And people just out here just doing whatever. So, I don't know. Uh, I ain't trying to die. I ain't trying to go to hell. I ain't trying to die. None of that. But in any case, back at it again. Talk this mess with y'all. And yes, once again, it is story time. Story time. People tell me I'm a good storyteller. Thank you. If if you enjoy my stories and enjoy my artistic delivery of the just sheer, the vividness of what I'm trying to offer, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'm talking to you. What You out there who thinks I could tell good stories? Good. I got some more shit for y'all tonight. Um, so... I always got a story about dating. I always got, I always got a crazy story about dating. I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm single. I don't know. Like, I don't know what the hell to say. I mean, I don't. I'm. I try to be like a normal dude. I don't know. Shit. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm just here as a bridge to help other people get through life with interesting things I can share with them. I don't damn know. But I always got something funny to talk about with dating. So. Um, the first story I'm going to share about dating is the one time this uh, chick semi-skid shit out of me like threatened, threatening me like I, when I get into the story you understand I, I can't explain it because it wasn't like a face to face thing it was like over the phone but that shit like hit home and I was like okay so, go back to I was maybe 25, 25, somewhere around there. And I don't remember how I met this person. Um, I want to say it was like a chat line or some kind of online thing, somewhere like that. It wasn't just in person. I think it was like a chat line or something. So, you know, engage on the site or whatever the hell it was, you know, chat exchange contact information start talking on the phone a little bit um i, I don't want i'm trying to remember the first like was the first meeting hell it might have she might have invited me to the house i don't remember um nevertheless i met her i think it was at her house i don't know i went over you know hung out a little bit got to chill with her talk you know get to know a little bit and then over the over, over the course of like the next week, two weeks, you know, engaged, um, hung out with her a couple more times, and um, I decide one evening. And see, this this is where this is where it, the story gets interesting. So one evening or one date or whatever, I decide. Um, again, we just get to know each other. Ain't no relationship or nothing yet. We just get to know each other. So I decide. Hey, you know, I can make some dinner. We can chill over here. So 
at the time her car wasn't running or something, if I'm not mistaken. So I went to get her. She didn't live that far from me. She, well, not far far, but wasn't like around the corner. So I went to get her and brought her back to my apartment. Now it's dark. So, you know, when you come to my apartment, you know, it it wasn't super intricate to find my unit. But if you're not paying attention, it's nighttime, you know, you might not know where you're going if you try to, you know, come another time by yourself. So we go to my apartment, eat, have a cool time, take it back. Nothing happened, y'all. We ain't been intimate enough, none of that stuff. Don't, don't, don't start putting that on your boy. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't that type of dude. Now, goddamn temporary. That shit look ugly as well. Anyway, um, so a little time, like probably like another week to two weeks progresses. And I don't know, things are different now. So I don't know why they're different or what caused it. I don't know. But we, uh, damn, you can see the damn rain light in my glasses. That should look kind of funny. Um, we, it's like a Saturday. And so, so let me set this part of the story. So she worked a job like, maybe a call center and she I don't think she had a sale so there's a lot going on with this like, so the communication was yeah so she didn't have a sale she had a house phone so it's not like a normal thing where I, I'm trying to think it was texting now. texting might have just started like it was just kind of coming out to be a thing so it wasn't really no like, but most people call you on your cell phone. It wasn't no texting really like this. It had just kind of start coming on board. So um, it's a Saturday, and I, and I knew she said she had to work. So I was out that day just running errands, whatever, and I was downtown and had to go to the varsity. Don't judge me, goddammit. Um, I was downtown. I'm like, I ain't, I don't know if be downtown. I'm going to the varsity. So go to varsity and I'm sitting I'm sitting at the little um cow hop thing eating my food and it's like 7 30 8 something like that. So she calls me. Hey, what's up? Oh nothing, just chilling, getting something to eat. Oh. So um why you didn't call me today? Well, didn't you work today? Yeah. Okay. So call you because 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 again people remember she don't have a cell phone so the only number i have is a house phone you at work so you're not at home so i'm sorry why did i call you okay because i know you're not home that's why i didn't call but i'm saying i mean it would have been like a good a nice gesture if you would call me just so i knew like you know it'd be nice to know you would think about me Um, so let me get this straight. I didn't call the one number I have that that's the only number you got because you're not at that number and you ain't going to be at that number till you get off work, which is now probably. So again, I'm, I'm not, I didn't call. Therefore, I'm, I didn't show a good gesture that I was thinking about you. People. Um, needless to say, the conversation got strange at that point because now I'm I'm like I don't I'm like what? Cause see, I I live on planet Earth, 
You know what I'm saying? I, so I don't know where some of these motherfuckers be from. I'm calling you for the, not to talk to you. In your mind, the call clearly ain't to talk to you. The call is to show you, hey, you was on my mind. Even if you was, why the fuck would I call? You ain't that answer the phone. Like, what? So, I'm sitting here trying to be patient and understand how I'm wrong in this. So, she just continues to proceed to explain, oh, well, you know, you you just, you know, it, it would be nice if somebody know if you're thinking about it. So, I'm like, I understand that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disputing that. But you ain't gonna know till you get home. So why don't I just? Why we just gonna talk till you get home like we doing now? So I didn't call when I knew you wasn't there. I'm not considerate or whatever. I'm not being doing. It's the principle. That, the principle of what? Like I'm calling a number I know ain't nobody gonna answer. If you was had, if you had a cell phone and there's a 50 50 chance you might be able to pick up at work, that's different. But you got a house phone and you ain't at home. So she still proceeds to like, she, like she giving it to me. She is like laying into me about this. So I thought best at this point that the conversation probably needs to end. I say, you know what? You seem upset. I think you should go like, maybe, I don't know if you had a rough day or you just tired and whatever the case would be. How about you go relax and, and take it easy and just call me later. I'm finna go. No, you ain't finna hang the phone. I, I, okay, we not getting nowhere. Like, we sitting here, I'm not understanding what you trying to get out of this because this this don't make sense to me. And I'm and you seem agitated with me or with the world. I don't know what you had, but I'm finna let you go so you can, like, you know, chill or do whatever you need to do. Like, have a glass of wine. I don't know, but I'm confused on why, why this is why this is happening. So again, call me later. I'm going to talk to you later. No, I don't ha- and, and at that point, I hung the phone up because I felt like if I didn't, she would keep going on. And it wasn't like hang up like by click. No, I clearly said we need to not, we need to kind of end this conversation because it's going to like just keep going. And it don't seem like I understand your, I understand what you're saying. It makes no sense to me. So that's, that's kind of break the energy now. And then we come back to this later on. What up? Hang the phone up. Again, it wasn't no buy, click, that like that. It was like, I'm going to talk to you later. She calls me back. I'm not finished talking to you. What? So she was like, she's still on this. So I'm like, damn. So now I'm starting. By this time, I'm like driving home. Um, And I'm getting like a little agitated because like you keep like reiterating this thing I didn't do that I don't know why that why what difference that was gonna make so I'm like look no I don't want to talk right now because you starting to like really irritate me constantly bring this up like that's a normal thing like anybody else would have thought to do that so I'm gonna talk to you later click hung up that that time I kind of was a little agitated I, it wasn't a rude hang up I did say I'm gonna talk to you later but I'm not gonna wait for her to say bye because this ain't this conversation will never end call back again that, 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 but now I didn't like so at this point I stopped answering for a minute I, I'm like probably 20 minutes out from home she didn't call my house she didn't call me my cell between the 20 minutes from where I was into my house she probably called my cell like 5-6 times 
Mind, mind you, now, I, 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 I barely know this chick. Barely. Like, this ain't no five, six month thing. This is probably like two, three weeks we've known each other. Something like that. Maybe four. I don't, like three to four weeks, maybe like that. Still too early to be like acting like this. So, hold on, thirsty. So, I'm, I'm not answering. So, finally, I get in the house. I, she called you. Answer the phone. What do you want? I just want you to know, um, I got, you know, a friend of mine that's coming over here to spend time with me. Good. Where is he at? He ain't there yet. Can you tell him to drive faster? Because the sooner he get there, the sooner you can stop calling me. Because at this point, I'm kind of done with this situation. I'm, I'm really kind of like, I'm, I'm kind of done with this situation. I, if I don't talk to you no more in life, I'm good. I won't lose no sleep. I'm kind of good. So I'm like, fine, go hang out with dude. I don't hope y'all happily ever after. Just stop calling me, please. Hang the phone up again. Da 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 da. I just gotta say, um, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna rest well tonight. You ain't gonna sleep tonight. I'm gonna make sure of that. Er? What? This is this is the last conversation. There. So at this point, I'm like, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then I hung the phone up and I was like, what the hell? She said, I'm not gonna rest well. I'm not, I'm not gonna sleep tonight. So now, anybody who knows me knows I'm an analytical thinker. The, the gears in my brain start churning. So I'm like, this shit crazy. And then it dawned on me, wait a second. This chick has been to my house before. If she's this crazy, like over the phone, about something that is really nothing, is this chick crazy enough to come over here? So now I'm kind of starting to like understand, you know, I might not have thought this one through all the way, but see, you just don't, you don't think like that when you think you dealing with adults, like an adult person, you can have a disagreement and you know, it just, it's, it's what it is. But when people start like making statements like that and they already seem like they like a little off, that's just how you thinking. So the evening progresses. I don't go to I stay home. It's like a Saturday evening. I'm, I'm at home chilling. So um I I get in the bed. It's it's like 12, 12 31. I don't know, somewhere like that. That's about what time I go to bed on the weekend, if not later. So I get in the bed. And I'm still thinking about this situation with this chick. Like, is this chick crazy? I said, okay, she, she, I brought her to my house once. It was dark. She can't remember how to get to my apartment. I was like, well, it ain't super hard once you get in here. It's only two turns and you there. So I'm like, oh, shit. So I go to bed there on mine. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of I'm stressing now. I'm kind of like uptight. And I'm, I'm starting to worry. I ain't even gonna lie. I'm starting to worry. And so the way my so the way my partner apartment is set up so to make the story make sense the, the next part. So from the, the side where the parking is is the ground level. My unit on my unit is on the back side of the building. So you walk through the breezeway to the back side of the building. That's where my unit is. But on the back side of the building, it's three stories as opposed to two on the front. So anybody who knows apartments. If they got like that, you got when you come in the breeze, when you either go down steps, you walk, you walk um on the level floor, or you go to the second floor. 
So I'm on what you call the walk-in level on the front, but on the back, I'm on the second story. So there's a unit under me and there's me and then there's a third floor. So I had this tree that sat right outside of my deck in the living room and then it was next, it was also near the window in my bedroom. So it was, this was like, ooh, this, this had to be kind of like late fall. So it's, it's, it's cool and windy out. And so I'm trying to sleep. And y'all, when I'm worried and stressed, every little fucking noise, especially if I think some shit like my life in danger, every little noise fuck with me when I'm sleeping. Like, I hear everything. So this motherfucking tree all night just wants to blow and fucking branches hitting the goddamn window. Like, and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm thinking is this helper coming to my damn apartment to kill me. Because this chick said, oh, you ain't going to sleep tonight. I'm going to make sure of that. I'm like, the fuck? Now... I got through that night. Nothing happened. Thank God. But I, I don't remember if we spoke anymore after that. I'm pretty sure we didn't. But that motherfucker had me shook. I ain't even afraid to admit it. Some women, trust me, you don't play. Like, motherfuckers is touched. And I'm not talking about by angel, damn it. They is touched. So you have to take threats. You know, like, hey. I, ne I never would believe that, you know, women can do... Shh. Watch Investigation Discovery. Got these damn shows like Deadly Women and uh, Vows That Can Kill. All this shit with motherfucking women that's just as heinous as dudes. I'm like, this half a kill? What? She killed this dude because he didn't want to date her no more? Look. I, I was shook. So, I was... I'm glad to say that that didn't go any further. Because I honestly thought this chick was a little off. Like, when she said that, I didn't really take it at face value up front. But then I started thinking, and, and the worry ward and analytical person I am, I'm like, you know what? This helper might be serious. I might want to, like, really pay attention to this in the future and not, you know, be careful how I how I interact with some people or who I interact with. Look for them crazy-ass signs. It's, it's some shit that people... Fellas, when you meet a chick... And that seems to be some chemical imbalance. Or oh, this motherfucker's a little, like, like she can snap real quick. Don't look past that shit. Do not look past, ladies. Same thing. If this motherfucker seems like he'll pop off in a minute, do not look past that. Because at some point, that's gonna be you and him one day, and you didn't say something to piss him off. Or fellas, that's gonna be you and her one day. You said something to piss off. Don't get your ass killed out here trying to ignore signs. Thomas, oh, you know, I I forgave him. Okay. Okay, your ass gonna be forgiven one too many times, end up in the goddamn cemetery. But that was that story. So I don't know what ever happened to her. Hope she's doing well. Hope she ain't killed the motherfucker. I don't know. I hope she got married and found somebody and had some kids and settled down and and and, and ain't ain't snapping out here no more because that motherfucker. Ugh. Woo! So next story. Um Young girl almost got your boy caught up. Gotta be kept. Them young girls, man. In Georgia, you gotta watch them young girls. So, backstory of this story is I had so I had this one friend who liked me. We never dated. Somehow, this is back in the day. People who remember this will know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, we used to do like the 
five people on a call type thing where it'd be like call ID crazy where it'd be like six people on their phone. So this friend used to call another one of her close friends that she was cool with. They was like in a little singing group or something. So I ended up liking that. Like the, you know, she was, whatever. She was cute, you know. We never, like, it never really went anywhere. Um, and then that friend in turn used to call another one of her friends. Now the two of them went to the same, well, I don't the two of them knew each other. Let me just say the two of them knew each other. So that, so now we into the third friend. So the first friend I knew directly started calling the middle friend who started liking me. Me and the middle friend never really moved on from that friendship. So she would start calling on her other friends and then that friend liked me. So at this point, I'm, I'm now talking one off to the friend. I'm talking to the third friend alone. Like, you know, we've exchanged numbers. Excuse me. We've exchanged numbers and we talked or whatever. Now this, this is, I was, I was 17. Yeah. Um, she, she was 15 or 16. So we start talking and, um, girl, you sound fine as hell. Phone. And see back then, see now that, that sound fine stuff. You got to be watching that because some of them ones that sound fine, oh my damn. Is it feeding time at the zoo? Somebody has let the will to be loose. When they motherfuckers be sounding good on the phone, uh-uh. Not saying all the time. I'm talking about when I was a youngster. See, that was, I learned very quickly when they sound good, don't fuck with it. If they sound like Barry White on the phone, they'll be the finest motherfuckers in the world. Like, goddamn girl, your voice sound like mine. Yeah, I know. I've been here my whole life. And you beat them like, God damn, your voice don't match your body. Woo! But them fine ones, they sound, They don't sound fine. But the ones that sound fine, crap shoot. Probably 50-50 shot she fine. Anyway, get back to the story. So I'm talking to the female. And we've been talking a little while now. So um, I decide, so where those two know each other from, I go visit this place. I can't say what it is because I don't know who's watching this again. I can't be dying people out. So they having something at this facility. I, you do the math. They know each other. They attend the same place. I go there because they supposed to be having some kind of program and this will be my first time seeing this person face to face because I just want to meet her. You do the math. You, if you can't figure it out, I can't help you. So I'm walking in the building. And so, I again, I don't know what the third female looks like. I know what the middle one looks like. So I'm walking in and there's this girl in front of me. And I say, hey, do you know such and such? Yeah, I do. Oh, well, can you can you show me where she is? I'm, I'm asking this girl to take me to the girl who I've known for a while, who I've met before, and I know she looks like, because I want her to introduce me to the girl I've been talking on the phone with. So the girl takes me to her. And she's like, hey, hey, da, da, da. I said, yeah, what's up? I said, yeah, I came up here to see um, such and such. She told me um, something was going on. So, and I, like, literally, I lived down the street from this place. So it wasn't, I mean, it, it took me like less than five minutes to get where I was going. So I said, yeah, I was up here, I came up here to see her. And I was hoping you could, you know, take me to her or introduce us like face to face. She's like, uh, Bo, that was who brought you in here. I said, say what? She said, the girl that just brought you in here to me. That was her. Really? 
I said, I see, now mind you, she knows what I look like because she's seen a picture from the other girl. I don't know what she looks like. So she knew who I was. Uh, I, and I think I might have said my name. So she knew who I was, clearly, but she didn't, she didn't tell me that was her. So my friend, the middle one, was like, yeah, that was her. She didn't tell you that was her? I was like, no. So I was like, what the heck? So she goes to where the girl went to, like it was like a lounge or something, like a ladies lounge, to talk to her. I guess to figure out like why, you know, she didn't stay there to talk or tell me that's who she was, she was her. So she came back, she's like, Bo, she's shy. She was nervous to meet you. Um, that's why she, she didn't say it, but you know, she thought you were really cute. She said, oh my God, he's cuter in person, da 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 da. And I was like, so, so is she gonna come out? She's like, well, I don't know. She said, yeah, I told you she's, she's nervous and she's, she's shy. I was like, we've talked home like a while now. Like, what is she? I mean, she wanted to meet. So why is she nervous and shy? Long story short, she never came back out. But I did get to see her. And she was, she, I mean, she told me she was cute. She told me herself she was cute. Not, not the, my friend in the middle. The girl I was talking to, she told me she was cute. And, but see, again... Everybody think they cute now. I'm just, you know, let's, I don't know where you live in. If you ever, if you ever hear a motherfucker say, so how you look? Man, I'm ugly as hell. I'm sorry, what? That that should flag you like, what? I ain't never talked to no female and they describe themselves as ugly or not attractive. Even though that might not have been the right uh, declaration or they are really, really embellishing. I ain't never had no female say, I'm ugly as hell. You ain't gonna like me. Unless they were joking, but nevertheless, I leave, I go home. She calls me that same evening. Now I got questions. So, uh, I was nervous and you know, yeah, I wanted to meet you and I'm sorry. I just couldn't come back cause I was so nervous. And you know, um, I didn't know what to say. I was like, but you wanted me to come up there. So she's like, I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll make it up to you, whatever, whatever. Again, this is teenage stuff. I'm not I'm not tripping on it, but the fact that it was her and I didn't know it was her, that was like weird. She didn't tell me and, and she's the one who took me to mother friend. So fast forward a little bit. So now this is when call ID was, you know, a thing. So you could look at the phone or the little call ID box see who it was for your phone. So one day I'm at home and I am in the house. I made the phone at my house because I was a teenager. That's pretty much most time the phone rings for me. So I'm looking at the call ID when it rings, it's her, the girl that I was trying to meet face to face that ran away. I see the number, I know the number by heart. See this, this is before, you, I had no cell phone. I, I had one, but you ain't stored numbers in it because you only had so many minutes a month. So it would be like, if you look through call ID, you see the same numbers calling back and forth. So you know numbers after a while, like who's somebody, and it'll say the name. So I pick it up and I, I was, I, I'm glad I didn't say nothing super reckless. Cause I, I was like, hey, what's up? She was like, hi, Bo, this is such and such's mom. No, 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 I'm sorry, let me back it up. I said, what's up? She said, Bo, um, my mom wants to talk to you. I'm sorry, what? Your mom want to talk to me? The fuck is, I'm thinking, what the fuck is your mom want to talk to me? I don't even know your mama. I never even met your mom before. So I'm sitting on the phone like this here. Okay. So her mom takes the phone. Hi, Bo, this is such and such's mom. How you doing? Um, not too well, actually. Um, so I found this letter that she wrote to you, and it was very disturbing. 
this is all news to me. I didn't know nothing about no letter, y'all. This, this, I, I was not told I had a letter written about me. I was not told she had a letter to give me. This is, this is like, you surprised and I'm surprised. So I was like, okay. She said, so first off, do you know how old such and such is? I'm like, yeah, she's 15. She's actually 14. What the fuck? Now, that don't sound like a huge difference. Oh, but it is. If I'm 17 and you're 15, that means you're going on 16 at some point. So we, we're only about two years apart. It's somewhere in a one one and a half to two years apart based on the age you tell them you are. But 14? What? So she lied to me and told me she was older than she was. So apparently in this letter, she's expressing her feelings and what she thinks of me and how cute I am. And I, I don't I never saw the letter and again her mom didn't read it to me. She just basically said she read it. And she, you know, it bothered her. So I so I said, well, let me first apologize because she told me she was 15. Um, if I had known she was 14, I wouldn't have talked to her. Number two, um, like I said, nothing happened. Like nothing, I mean, we, we, we only saw each other that one time at the event and she didn't tell me who she was. So I said, I understand you being mad, I said, but I didn't know she was 14. She told me she was this age, and I mean, I don't have a reason to think she's a liar, but I understand. Um, I won't call your house anymore. You know, you can tell her, you know, you know please don't call me because, you know, I, 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 I'm not like that. I'm not the type of person. I don't like people being dishonest to their parents and stuff. If, if we can't be friends because you feel like you're going to lie about something, then we probably need to be friends. So the young girl almost had me hemmed up in some bullshit. I was like, girl, you're not going to fucking go to jail with that bullshit. If something had happened, these young girls, man. But again, if you looked at her, you would have believed she was older than 14. She could have said she was 16. I'm like, yep, that's a 16-year-old because she was built like that. That's why these young girls, this damn church's chicken and Popeye's and KFC and all this damn steroided up food. You don't know what no motherfucker is nowadays. You, I be telling motherfuckers, they be looking young. I'm like, no, nah, let me see some ID because your ass is like jail bait. These motherfuckers lie all the time. So that was how the young girl almost fucked your boy up. So ever since then, now you talking about I was 17 then. Ever since then, if you even seem like your ass is lying about your age, I'm looking at you like, you how old? You, you 25. No, motherfucker. You like you by 18 and shit. No, let me see some ID. But you got to be careful with these motherfuckers. So, this next story is about the one time my mom had to come to school and get me because I got in trouble. So, I remember this vividly. It, this is the one time my mom had to come get me from school because I was getting sent home early. Now, my mom is a librarian or was a librarian for years. Her library was the next block down from my elementary school. Um, my mom was one of them parents, like she didn't, she wasn't one of them like 
physically like she didn't she didn't physically scare you like she wasn't this huge big woman that you know was had that kind of temper that would be violent but my mom has a way of looking at your ass when you messing up and well it used to work on me now my sister I don't, I don't know if it worked on her. She was she was the more challenging of the two being raised. I was the son that I'm trying not to get in trouble, but sometimes I might stray and she, my mom could look at me and stray me right the hell up. She just look at me I, wrong and I got down get scared. So, and my mom was, my mom was a little short. She wasn't like, she wasn't tiny, but she wasn't like, you know, this physical feature that imposed me or um, intimidated me. So, what happened was we used to have this cafeteria bottle. This this elementary school. I think I was in fourth grade. Fourth or fifth. It was past third grade and had to be fourth or fifth. I can't remember which one. So we had this cafeteria monitor. This older lady. Um do I need to say her name? Her name was Miss Blackshear. Fuck it, I'm gonna say her name. So her, her husband was the principal of the middle school I was going to eventually go to when I finished um, elementary school. So Miss Blackshear was older. She she wasn't like Golden Girls old, but she was she was getting up in age. But she was the cafeteria monitor. So everybody's you know elementary lunch is kind of the same. You come down, you go through the line, unless you brought lunch, get a tray, get a milk, sit down with whoever your friends are, talk, you know, whatever. That's what, that's what lunch was. Now, I used to bring my lunch. Um, Because I only like eating certain food. My mom was like, well, I'll pack you lunch. You, you don't you don't eat everything at school anyway, so I'll just pack you lunch so you can have stuff to eat so you can eat the day. Cool. So I've got my little lunch stuff open and, and Miss Blackshear see cafeteria moms people are just like they just, they just they just fucking like I think they just goddamn just mad at the world like I ain't never met a nice one goddamn them motherfuckers is always just uptight and unhappy and shit like why are you so damn unhappy are you are you is life okay for you shit so she used to always find a way to call me out like, it's a fucking cafeteria full of fucking kids talking, laughing, ha, ha, ha. But she would always, Marcin, yes. Marcin, be quiet. I was like, what? The, am I the only motherfucker here talking? It's a whole two classes of motherfuckers in here. I'm the only one named she called. So, I used to do this shit daily. It used to irritate the fuck out of me. So, one day, I think I had a test. It was a big test. I don't know what class. It was grammar or math or science. I don't know what it was. But now remember, I'm fucking 43 years old. So I'm taking you back to my childhood. So I'm trying to remember. I can't remember all the details. I just know I was having a bad day. And it, it had something to do with school. So I'm pretty sure it had something to do with tests that I didn't do good on. So I'm kind of in a bad mood when I get in the cafeteria. I'm looking forward to lunch so I can talk to my friends and feel better, whatever, whatever. You know, got the little cute girls around you, pimping shit. You know, pimping. You know, you want you want my sandwich? You want half of this? You, you want you want a piece of my Twinkie? Pimping shit. You gotta be pimping. You gotta pimp early so you can know I do it. Anyway, um, so I'm sitting there talking to my friends, trying to lift my spirits, 
to say, hey, damn it, you got your whole life in front of you. It's just a test. Get over shit. So I'm talking, having a good time, and here comes Miss Oh, please don't come up with that bullshit. Please don't say it to me, lady. Please don't say it. I'm thinking, please don't say it to me. And I'm trying to, like, just shut the fuck up and not talk, but that ain't happening because I just like talk. Um, I'm talking, laughing. I don't know. We, we was playing. I don't know what the fuck we were doing, but I was apparently loud. Hickam is Blackshirt. Martin, da 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 Martin. And see, I, I knew it wasn't a good day for that, but she kept fucking calling my name. If she would have just said shit once and left it alone, we'd be all right. But she kept harping my damn name. And I'm thinking, what you need me to hang alone? Stop calling my name. It's 30 other motherfuckers in here laughing and doing the same shit. Why are you bothering me? So she said, I'm, so she turned her back. And she, like, she pissed, me, she pissed me off. She turned her back. So I had a sandwich that my mom put in aluminum foil. I bought a motherfucking aluminum foil up and heave this motherfucker. Why Miss Blackshear, whoop, fall hit a dead in the back of her head. God damn it, I'm talking about that bitch was Nolan Ryan, fucking Tom Glavin, John Smokes Express. That shit was perfectly placed straight. I said, whoop, hit her right in the back of the head. She turned around with this look in her face and that motherfucking cafeteria went, you could hear motherfucking a tater tot dropping that bitch. She said, who did it? Why somebody dying to fuck me out? All you had to say was nothing. I don't know who the fuck it is to this day. If I find out who he is, I'm fucking you up on site. Anyway, somebody tells on me, because I think she said, if you don't tell me, you all gonna get in trouble. So you know when you put a motherfucker on snitch street like first 40, oh, well, I ain't saying, you know, I ain't trying to talk about nobody or say who did it, but Otis had some foil in his lunchbox. I'm not, but I, he ain't got it no more. But I mean, that's for y'all to figure out. One of them old first 48 type motherfuckers. Well, you know, I ain't got nothing to do with that. I don't know nothing about that. I will tell you, he had a piece of foil a minute ago. And as you can see, he ain't got no foil now. So I don't know. One of them motherfuckers with the first 48 move on my ass. So I was like, oh shit. This motherfucker already don't like me. Now they hit her in the head with him foil. And goddamn it, I'm in trouble. Now, I'm not a violent person. I don't disrespect authority figures. I have never raised my voice as a teacher, cursed a teacher, none of that. This lady was just irritating the fuck out of me and keep calling my goddamn name. So, I get sent to the office. When I get sent to the office, they call my mom. Again, my mom's job is a block away from my school. See, so it wasn't like one of them, and they told her what happened, and they were sending me home early, and she needed to come get me. Now, any black person know, if your parent got to come off their job to get your ass for some foolishness, oh, bless your soul in heaven, because they going to fuck you up. Mind you, you got to think, most people's parents, they got to drive to your school, like they... They gotta like, you know, get through traffic and traffic lights and maybe sometimes expressway. My mom had to go one block up the hill. Library on one corner. My goddamn elementary school was not even 500. My, that, that shit wasn't even 200 yards from her, her school. I mean, her um, library. I used to walk from the damn li um, school to the library in the evening and sit until it's time for the clothes so we can go home. 
That's how close when I used to walk from. This is when kids, fuck, you wouldn't get getting abducted right now. I walked down the hill to the library every day at school. So my mom had to basically get in her car, drive up the street to get my ass. When I tell y'all, I was like motherfucking almost shitting on myself waiting for my mom to come get me. So my mom don't wear glasses. She doesn't need glasses. She still to this day don't, she use them now a little bit because her vision is a little bit off. But my mom is in her 80s. But back then when she worked, my mom didn't use glasses. She had some if she did like stuff on a computer or stuff like that where she would need them so, you know, it wouldn't give her a headache. But when my mom wore glasses, that shit scary as fuck. My mom never had a glass on. You, She might have them shits on at work. And again, I don't see my mom at work but a couple hours a day when I'm waiting for school, when I'm waiting for her to uh, get off work when I get out of school. But she drove up and I walked to that fucking car. Now, mind you, all kind of shit going through my head. I ain't never been in trouble at school. I Not to the extent she had to come get me because I was getting sent home for the day. Maybe like my teacher said a deficiency you notice know, he's a good student, he does well. He just has to work on his talking. It'd be like little lightweight shit. Nothing like I got in trouble for. She's like, just call me talking now. No, this is that this that simple shit. This here is real. Like, you don't get sent home to my mama early from school. Shit me. I was like, I'm thinking when she when the my principal told me, I'm like, wait a minute, you sending me home early. Can we just like send her a letter? She said, no, she needs to come get you because you know what? So my mom pull up. I'm walking to the car, trying to wake myself up because I think I'm in the worst fucking nightmare ever. And I'm thinking, no, this shit is real. I get in the car. Mind you, my mom is not one of them people that if you saw her, you would be intimidated by her. She didn't even have that aura about her. My mom, I think I probably, at that point in my life, I probably about had two whoopings in my whole life. Two, and I was in like fourth, fifth grade. That's, that's not a lot for a kid. I was that child that you could just tell me to stop doing some shit and I stopped doing it. I was like, look, pain is not fun. So if it's the choice between doing this shit that's irritating you or ass whooping, I'm going to stop irritating you. So I get in the car and my mama got these goddamn glasses on. Oh, shit. I thought I was going to see Jesus that moment. My mom looked like she was about to kill my ass. She had this look in her eyes, like, I can't explain. I've never seen my mom look like this to this day. Never. She had this look in her eyes, and I'm sitting here thinking, should I just jump the fuck out the car and run away and never come back? Because this shit here scared me. And she just said in her voice, and it's really just spooky. That shit sent a cold shiver up my spine. She's like, now you know I'm disappointed in you. dinner time and like so I I I I had no explanation honestly because that, my mom it, there's nothing I could have said that would have justified to her what the hell I did because it was in a moment of uh, indiscretion like I took a moment and snapped I don't know what the fuck I mean. I've never done like that before but when my mom said that I didn't know what the fuck that meant like I knew what she meant, but I didn't like, is, okay, is that, is that the punishment part of it? Are we done? Now, she didn't whoop me. She, I don't know what, I don't know, I don't, honestly, I don't know if I had a punishment from her, um, because my mom was one of those, those parents, it's kind of more, we didn't give her a ton of problems, my sister and I, so it wasn't like we were consistent troublemakers. 
like, you know, typical stuff kids do in school, like talking or something like that. But we weren't like disruptive kids like that. So I think that's why she probably didn't react the way a lot of parents would. Because I know a lot of kids' parents would fucking whoop their ass in front of school doing shit like that. Like in the driveway where you pick your kids, where everybody like the window seat, you getting your ass towed out the frame. She would never do something like that in public. But um, I, I don't know if she ever punished me for that. I think she just talked to me about it and I kind of understood the severity of it. I mean, again, I was a kid, but that was no excuse. Now, as far as punishment at school, I had to, I had to do cafeteria duty uh, with Miss Blackshear. So what that meant was I had to clean up the cafeteria after lunch was over. So I had to like get all the, like get the little broom and sweep up all the napkins and stuff people dropped on the floor, clean up the floor and stuff so they could mop it that evening. That was my punishment. I had to do that for two days. Uh, and I had to write her a, a, a letter of apology. Um, that's all I had to do for my punishment of school. You know, nothing else happened. I didn't get suspended or nothing like that. I didn't have detention. I just had to do cafeteria duty for two days. And I, I told her I was sorry. And I, I wrote the letter explaining I was sorry. But um, that shit down? <sighs> I don't know. I, I think I dodged the bullet there because I know some people would have got their ass damn near beat within an inch of their life. But, like I said, my mom was one of them, like, she thought through punishments. Sometimes by talking to or just telling a child you disappointed, if you have the right type of child, that can send a message way deeper than a beating. Because if, 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 for my, if in my case, it must have worked because I never had no discipline problems at school. Never. Like I said, my mom might get a deficiency notice that, you know, the worst thing I'm doing is I talk a lot in class, meaning I'm talking to my friends. But guess what? I had A's and B's. I didn't, I wasn't disrespectful to teachers. I was never in fights. You know, I was always one of those people that respect, that was respectful to teachers and, and authorities at school. So she, I guess she figured, well, hell, the worst thing he does is talk in class. She'll tell me to stop doing it. But hell, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do at school. If, if my grades are right and I don't have, you're not saying he's disrespectful to me. Or he's, I'm a kid. Like, I'm doing all this other stuff right. There's going to be something I'm doing that probably ain't the best thing to be doing, but am I really causing... Now, there's other kids in my class acting like a goddamn fool. But she figured, well, look, the worst thing my kid is doing is talking in class, but he got A's and B's, so should just stop talking as much, but keep the A's and B's up. But this has been another episode of Front of Mind of Bo. Had to share them funny stories with you. Um... The, um, please continue to go out here and vote. Um, this shit is getting real. We getting down to the nitty gritty now. These motherfuckers is, is playing hard, boys. It's, it's getting ugly in these campaigns, boy. They starting talking about people's mamas and shit. I saw somebody say the other day, talking about, man, this motherfucker's mama's so fat. I was like, oh, they doing mama jokes in campaign? Oh, shit. Somebody gonna get slapped in this mama. That's the time you see what I, that's the one thing I hate about elections. All the damn mud slinging. Like, and I, again, most of the shit probably is true. But see, then some of it is like, okay, I need to see, like, proof. Did this mother really do this? Because trust me, I wouldn't wipe my ass with a damn politician. But all of them ain't totally bad. Now, I believe some of them be doing some, like, foul sideways stuff. But these, when they get into these campaigns, boy. They be pulling out all kind of shit on people. 
Did you know this motherfucker slapped a preacher? He slapped a preacher? What he slapped a preacher for? Oh, he stole this motherfucker. He ordered Girl Scout cookies and took them and didn't pay for them. Like, this motherfucker stole from the Girl Scouts? So, keep voting. Um, do your civic duty. Um, we need change in this country in the worst way. Uh, we cannot continue to be under this type of leadership that's divisive. Um, too much racial injustice. You know, economically, socially, stuff is just too divided. We, we can't continue to be like this. And you got this damn pandemic going on right now on top of everything else. So we need to have a little bit more unity and a little bit more synergy with at least our leadership that's looking out for everybody's interests, not just people that are, you know, in their party or, you know, their, their uh, base. Um, so please go out and exercise your right to vote. I ain't telling you who to vote for. Um, um, but let's go do this. Let's continue to make good decisions. Stay COVID free. Put your mask on. Put your goddamn mask on. I think y'all think this shit is over with, like, cause it's all this the, the damn election that took over. So don't nobody talk about COVID no more. Y'all think this shit over? This shit's still going on. This shit's still. They talking about thirty eight states got cases that's going up again. Don't be stupid, people. But front of mind, Bo. I'm out. Catch y'all later.